Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there. Before we dive into today's episode of the People Powered Business Podcast, I wanted to let you in on a little something that's happening in the next week or so. If you are listening to this episode on or shortly after it has gone live, then I wanted to invite you to attend a special free masterclass with me, Christy Lee. On Tuesday, the 16th of March, I'm going to be presenting an Interviews Essentials Masterclass. Now, if you hire staff for your business, if you've needed to recruit and employ staff before, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume that you have, then you'll know that getting the recruitment process right is worth its weight in gold. And the interview process is such a fundamental part of our entire recruitment journey. I get asked so many times about what questions to ask. How do I know if they're telling the truth? How can I possibly pick the right person from this mix? Getting the interviews right will guarantee that you're setting yourself up for not only recruitment success, but for an ongoing successful employment relationship. In this one hour masterclass, we're going to walk through the exact strategies you need to follow in order to ensure that you interview well to ensure your recruitment success. And I would love for you to join me. It's totally free. I'm going to be hosting the masterclass on Zoom, but as long as you're registered, you will, of course, get a copy of the recording. So if you can't join us live, but you'd love to be part of it, then I encourage you to register so you can get that copy. Really simple. All you need to do is head on over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash interview. That's peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash interview. Register there and you'll be all set to attend the masterclass with me. If you can't make it live, you will definitely get the recording. All right, let's dive into today's episode. So welcome to episode number 52 of the People Powered Business Podcast. It's so great to be here with you today. I'm having a fabulous day. How about you? I know it's autumn, which you know, I'm a bit sad that summer's over, to be honest. It is my favorite season and I feel just a tad ripped off with summer this year, if I'm honest. We didn't really get the amazing heat and sunshine that we usually do here where I am on the east coast of Australia. Um, So I feel a bit disappointed that it's over. It has already started to cool down, but in saying that, it is a spectacular day where I am. Went for a run this morning and the weather is sparkling. So not a lot to complain about, to be fair. So I hope whatever you're up to, you're having an amazing week and a great day. For our returning listeners, welcome back. It's so great to have you here again. And if this is the first time that you're listening into the podcast, welcome. It's fabulous to have you here. Now, if you are enjoying the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with a friend or even head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or review. Um, If you find this valuable information and you know that another friend or business owner will also really enjoy the podcast, just share it with them. Suggest that they have a listen and uh, let them get the benefit of it as well. So on today's episode of the podcast, we're talking about a bit of a tricky topic, and that is how to identify... When you've got an employee that has checked out, what do I mean by checked out? 
Well, you've probably seen this before. You've got someone that's on your team, that's turning up, doing their job, but they're just not on the mark as much as they used to be. They're not really giving it their all anymore. A checked out employee is a disengaged employee. They are quite possibly looking for another job right now. They are certainly not giving their work, the attention and the energy, the enthusiasm and the motivation that they once did. They're probably not being a fantastic teammate and they're certainly not delivering the results and the productivity that you want or expect from them. Now, when we're talking about employees who have checked out, we're talking about employees who have previously not been checked out. We're talking about employees who have changed. So someone that was once your superstar employee or once a really high performer or once an amazing member of the team who participated in all the conversations and the ideas, they've dropped off all of that. These are the people that are turning up physically to work, but mentally, emotionally, they're absent. They're just not there. And why does it matter? Well, people that have checked out are not only not giving their best, but they're impacting everyone else around them. And it becomes incredibly easy for a checked out employee to become a toxic employee. Have you ever been blindsided by a resignation that you just didn't see coming? Have you ever thought, why didn't they just come and talk to me? I could have, you know, worked it out. We could have figured something out. I didn't know they were unhappy. Chances are, although they didn't talk to you, you didn't know they were unhappy and you didn't expect the resignation coming, there were warning signs. You just didn't know what they were to look out for. And that's what I'm going to share with you here today. Five surefire signs that your employee has checked out. And when I talk to businesses about these, they're often surprised that these are actually, this is what they should be looking out for because some of them are really quite subtle. And so you do need to be paying attention. And I know as a really busy business owner, a leader and a manager, you're doing lots of things. I get it. I've been there. You don't have the time or the bandwidth or the energy to be analyzing the behavior every second of your employees. I totally relate and understand. In fact, when I had my big consultancy business, I had many, many staff. We were growing rapidly. I was juggling all the things just like you guys are, and I missed some of these signs. I have learned to identify these signs over the years and and through working with my clients. But back when I first had my consultancy and it was growing rapidly, this kind of thing was all new to me. I didn't know to look out for these signs. And in hindsight, some of these I could have definitely seen. And I can recall one really specific situation where I had one of, a great consultant. He came and resigned and I was genuinely surprised. I was surprised because we had a really great working relationship and he hadn't spoken to me. But when I really think about it, some of these things I had noticed. Some of these things I'm about to share with you, I had absolutely noticed. And He needed to move on for his career. He had a different direction he was going in. And when he did, he flourished. So it was absolutely the right time. But if I'd been paying more attention, I actually could have brought that to a head a lot sooner. So what are these five signs I'm going to share with you? You may be surprised to learn that the number one indicator, the biggest red flag you can look out for, and it's going to slap you right in the face, you're going to know about it, 
is absenteeism. So often I have business owners contact me and say, can I talk to my employee about the constant amount of time they're having off? I can almost predict when they're going to take a day off sick in my diary. Firstly, yes, of course you can talk to them about it. But secondly, then you know they're not sick. You've already identified that. What you may not have identified is this is a sign that they have checked out, that they have completely disengaged from the workplace. Now, when I'm talking about absenteeism, I'm not necessarily talking about people taking their annual leave. What I'm talking about here is people taking all of their sick leave entitlements. Now, very rarely does someone need to use genuinely all of their sick leave entitlements. There are rare exceptions. Someone gets particularly ill and is off for an extended period of time or has an injury at home and needs to take extra time off or requires surgery or is constantly taking time off for their kids. It's frustrating. But outside of those outlying circumstances, no one who is healthy needs to use all of their sick days genuinely. Any employee who is using their sick leave the moment it is accrued and is consistently maxed out on their sick leave, they've checked out. They're not engaged. They're looking for any excuse to not be at work but to be paid. (laughs) That's exactly what sick leave is. These people won't use their annual leave because they're banking that up. They know that when they eventually do leave your workplace, they're going to get a nice little payout of that annual leave. But they will max out their sick leave. We know through studies that absenteeism and disengagement are linked. The Gallup study that I often refer to here in the podcast tells us that engaged workplaces have 41% lower absenteeism. So if you've got one employee that's maxing out their sick leave, they've checked out. If you've got a whole team of people that are maxing out their sick leave, you've got a massive engagement issue on your hands. So you want to be keeping an eye on that. Now, this one's easy to spot because you know about it. You know they're sick all the time that they're constantly having every second Friday off or that the moment there's a full day accrued, they're taking it. You know this information. What you just may not know is that it is a sign that they've checked out. So often business owners contact me frustrated. Of course, they should be that someone's maxing out their sick leave and wanting to know what to do about it. The ability to take sick leave is a protected provision under our workplace laws. So there is very little that you can do about it, but you can understand what's underlying it and if it is a sick leave issue or a checked out issue. And you're going to approach those two things very, very differently. Make no mistake, absenteeism costs you. It costs you productivity. It costs you lost wages. It costs you in so many different ways. And it also costs you in terms of your team who are frustrated that they're constantly picking up the slack for their teammate who's off all the time. And it can easily become an organizational norm when one person sees their fellow employee getting away with being off sick all the time, and they can tell they're not sick. They think, oh, I'll try a bit of this. I might use that myself. That is a fast road to disaster. So if you notice this, you want to really get onto it. So that's the first red flag. The second one can be more subtle. What we're talking about here is changes in their routine. Let me give you an example. You've got an employee who starts work at 9am every morning, and usually they arrive at the workplace at about 8.45, grab themselves a coffee, have a little chat to their colleagues and see how everyone's morning is, and they're settled down doing their work by 9 o'clock. Pretty normal, right? Gradually over time, the same employee starts to arrive a little bit later every day. First it was quarter two. 
mm, now it's closer to 10 to eventually it's perhaps five to till at some point they're actually just walking in the door right at nine and then getting themselves a cup of coffee chatting for even longer and finally settling down in their seat well and truly after their start time of 9am. Now that change in routine is a definite sign that they've checked out. They're no longer motivated to get to work on time. They're no longer motivated to be starting work on time. They're no longer motivated to get out of bed and get to work. They have definitely checked out. This is much harder to spot because it will not be one day they're there at 8.45, the next day they're there at 9. This will be gradual and you won't notice it at first. It's not until it starts to bother you because it's 9am and they're just walking in the door that you will really start to notice it. So this is one you do need to keep a little bit more of a nuanced eye on. But that's one example of a change in routine. There could be lots of different examples, but that's just a really obvious one that you might want to keep an eye out for. So changes in their routine around work. It could be the same at the end of the day. Perhaps they're literally sprinting out the door. Uh, Their computer's turned off (laughs) before they're even due to finish. They're sort of fluffing around, tidying, closing things down, maybe even cleaning down the kitchen. And, And they've stopped work well before their usual finish time. And this is about changes in routine. This isn't about the employee who's always been like that. This is about the employee where we're seeing a change in their routine. So flag number two is looking out for changes in routine. The third sign you want to be looking out for that an employee has checked out is when someone withdraws themselves from their usual social workplace connections. So if they quite often enjoy having lunch with the team or lunch with a group of other employees and they start to suddenly withdraw from that, this again could be gradual but they start to decline the invitations to attend lunch. They make excuses about other things they need to do in their lunch break, like, you know, go to an appointment, make a call. They decline invitations for after-work social activities. They're doing this because they're trying to create space between themselves and their workplace, and particularly their workmates, because they're the, the part that they probably enjoy coming to work for, but because they've checked out of everything else, they know they're looking for another job and that they're going to have to bro- make a breakup with these people. So they're starting that process. We all like to feel part of a tribe. It's human nature. And that's part of the social fabric of work, that we enjoy working with people, we enjoy the people we work with. And we spend some of our work time and our lunch time and our after work time creating those social connections. Someone who has done that very actively and starts to, to withdraw from that has definitely started to think of an exit strategy from your business and is creating that pathway for them. They're breaking those social connections so it becomes easier for them to break up with work. That's what's at the heart of that. The fourth flag, again, can be a subtle one they become less focused and more distracted. Now, you might have an employee who's constantly on their mobile phone all day. However, you might also have a team member who very rarely touches their phone unless they need it. And gradually or suddenly, they start to spend an inordinate amount of time on their phone. They're scrolling through social media. They're getting involved in conversations that have absolutely nothing to do with them just for the sake of getting involved. They're looking for distractions. They're looking for reasons not to be doing their work because they're no longer that interested in their work. 
These people might spend a great deal of time in the kitchen chatting with everyone making coffee. It's very different to the genuine social connections that someone will withdraw themselves from that are in my earlier example. These are just people looking for distractions to avoid doing the work. They also become distracting to be around for other people because they're looking for for someone to not work with them, basically. So there can be a real distraction. They're getting involved in discussions that they shouldn't. They're creating chatter, often gossip. These, this is where someone in a checked out situation can become quite harmful in the workplace. So on the, on the focus side too, their work starts to slip. They're not, the attention to detail is not there like it used to be. They are just not performing at their best. It's not that they're not doing the job, they're just not doing an amazing job. And the fifth and final surefire way to know you've got someone who has checked out is changes in their demeanor, their behavior, their attitude at work. This again can either be, you know, very obvious or very subtle. It's just different for everyone. But what you're looking out for here is things like in a meeting, this person used to be really vocal and quite active in sharing ideas or uh, reinforcing others' ideas, and they suddenly go very quiet. They no longer participate in generating ideas and they no longer champion other people's ideas. They could change their behavior and attitude in terms of just general, they're not asking questions anymore. They're not showing any interest in what we're doing, why we're doing it, how this is going to work. They're sort of stopped communicating. Perhaps they have become snappy. They weren't a snappy person before. Perhaps they've become quiet or perhaps they've become chatty. Perhaps they're questioning everything and really everything's a problem or everything's not going to work or perhaps they're just not questioning anything at all it's again about the change so we're looking for change something that was one way and is now another and and the obviously the alternative is, is far worse so we're looking for changes in their demeanor their attitude and their behavior towards you towards their work and towards their colleagues. And the particularly worrying one here too is when it's towards customers or suppliers. And perhaps their tolerance, their patience, all gone by the wayside because they no longer care. The care factor has gone from their role. So now there are a myriad of other ways that you'll know someone's checked out, but these are five really common ones that I wanted to share with you because when I share these with some of my clients, they are genuinely surprised. They're surprised that someone's absenteeism means they're actually not really engaged at work. They just thought it was because they were lazy or genuinely very sickly. They're surprised that something like withdrawal from social connections has anything to do with their ingrainment at work. But it does because we want to be part of a tribe. We want to be part of a community. When we start to check out from that community, it means we don't want to be there anymore. So why does all of this matter? Well, as I've already shared with you, we know that engaged workplaces are more productive, more profitable, and they attract better talent. The studies have shown us, as I shared, the Gallup study shows us that engaged workplaces have a 41% lower absenteeism rate. That same survey shows us that um, a highly engaged workplace is 21% more profitable and productive. Disengaged people are problematic at work. It takes the effect, it takes four highly engaged people to counteract the impact of just one disengaged person. Now, if you've got a small team, 
those odds are not in your favour. So you need to deal with this if we've got this checked out status in our workplaces. People who have checked out aren't great teammates. So the rest of your team's going to be getting really frustrated right about now that they're having to pick up the slack. They're not productive. They're not doing their best work. Your customers, your suppliers, you, the team, everyone suffers when you've got someone that's checked out. So what do you do about it? The way I see it is this, you've only got three options. These are your options. You can do nothing. You can just watch it play out and wait for it to come to its logical conclusion, which will usually be that the person will decide to move on. However, I don't suggest that you take option one. Option one is where you're going to have disengaged teams. You're going to have this person becoming toxic. Option one can go on for a long time. Someone can stay checked out and not make any actual moves towards moving on from your business. Or someone can stay checked out and be looking for work, but it can take a very long time for them to find something else. And in the meantime, what impact is that having on your business? A huge negative impact. So I don't recommend option one. Option two is you recognize it and you bring it to a head. You have a conversation with them. You say, I've noticed these changes. Let's have a talk about it. Tell me what's going on. Now, bringing it to a head can be a beneficial thing in terms of getting some communication out there and actually getting an understanding of what's going on. But this person may not be keen to communicate with you. Bringing it to a head can be a good way to approach it if actually this person isn't an ideal employee for you anymore. There's a values misalignment. They're no longer fitting the team. It's just not working like it used to. Bringing it to a head can then potentially move the process forward and have them making their own exit quickly. So there can be benefits to approaching it that way. I do urge you though, if you're going for option two and bringing it to a head, that you be careful, you tread carefully. There can be a lot of legal complexities here. You want to make sure you're staying compliant when you go through that process. Option number three. Now, if you've got an employee who was once fabulous and you would love to have back to their former glory again, someone that you would love to retain in your team, you just want them to return back to how they were, then option number three is your go-to. Option number three is turn it around. Get yourself thinking about how you can re-engage this person back into the workplace. What engagement strategies can you put into place to turn this person around, to turn the situation around? Now, We've talked about engagement strategies here on the podcast many, many, many times. So take a listen to one of those previous episodes if you want to go deeper on that. But take some steps to actively re-engage that employee into your business. I'm not guaranteeing you can turn it around, but if you want to turn it around, you need to take the steps to try and that's going to give you the best possible chance. Open the communication channels increase the engagement strategies, put them in place and make a concerted effort to genuinely turn this around. Now, if you'd like to get some insight into some of the engagement strategies that you might be able to implement, we've got a free engagement strategies guide for you. And to grab your copy of that, all you need to do is go to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash checked out. peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash checked out. What you can also do is just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com, click on episode number 52, that's today's episode of the podcast, and the link will be in the show notes for you. So that's all I have for you today. That's our recap on five surefire ways to know your employees checked out and what to do about it. 
I do really appreciate you joining me here on the podcast. And if you'd love to get today's show notes, which will have the link to both that uh, employee engagement strategies resource, as well as the link for you to join our interviews essentials masterclass on the 16th of March, just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com, click on episode number 52 and those links and everything else will all be in the show notes for you. So thanks again for joining me. Have a fabulous week and I look forward to chatting to you again next week on the People Powered Business Podcast.